0: All right, all right. Is everybody in their place? Good. Class is about to begin. Welcome to Side Business School, the podcast that's dedicated to helping busy people just like you start and grow a meaningful and profitable side business. All right, class, let's get started. Here we are for another episode of Side Business School. Thanks for joining me. I am your host, Justin Gentry, and it is my goal to help you start and grow a meaningful and profitable side business. And guess what? This is episode 10. And I know that's really not a whole lot, but I'm kind of excited. Hey, we've made it to number 10. Let's keep going. Going. I hope you're doing well, and I hope that you find today's episode helpful. As we talk about you have permission to be a beginner, you have permission. It's okay. It takes time to build something, a side business that matters. You have permission to be a beginner. And with that in mind, I want us to focus on this. Quotation for the day. Now it comes from the Bible, 1 John chapter 4 and verse 18, because a lot of beginners deal with fear. So I love this quotation as it ties into what we're talking about today. And it says that there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Fear does not have to reside continuously. And so we are not going to allow fear to stop us as we are beginning. You have permission to be a beginner. One of the biggest roadblocks for new business owners is the fact that simply they're new. This is all brand new, and it can be intimidating. Whether you're building a business around your passion, your expertise, or maybe something you're learning about yourself, you're growing along with your audience. It can be fearful at times as a beginner. Not knowing all the necessary steps to take paralyzes many, many amazing, would be entrepreneurs. But I want you to know that you don't have to have it all figured out. The truth is, none of us have it all figured out. No matter what your side business may be, you don't have to have every step figured out at once. It's a process of learning and growing. I remember when I was about 12 years old or so, you know, I became a big fan of skateboarding. It at least back then it seemed like it was all the rage and i know that people still love the skateboard but uh you know i used to ride that thing everywhere and i would ride it across town i mean i think i rode that skateboard for miles and miles sometimes daily i think about it now and i'm like how did i do that <laughs> but but i remember uh just just having this passion. I loved doing it. And a neighbor moved in who also was into skateboarding. He had an awesome skateboard, and he also had this ramp, this skateboarding ramp. And so you would get on your skateboard, and you'd get enough runway, and you would go up this ramp, and you would launch off of this ramp, and do whatever trick you wanted to do midair and try to perfect your landing, right? And it was something that obviously grabbed my attention, and I wanted to do it. I wanted to learn how I could do tricks on this ramp, how I could launch off of this ramp and perfect my landing. And looking at it, it was intimidating, let's be honest, it was scary. <laughs> questions like, what happens if I go too fast and, and then I go off the edge? Or what if I go too slow and I fall off the edge? What's going to happen? What's the result going to be? How bad is it going to hurt? I mean, real questions, right? But I was young and I wanted to keep moving forward anyways, even though there was fear, even though I didn't have the know-how yet. I wanted to keep progressing, and so I did. And in order to take my skateboarding skills to the next level, I had to face that fear. And with a few tips from others who were further down that that path, you know, they were better skateboarders, they've been doing it a long time, you know, with their tips and enough practice, hey, I was launching off the same skateboard ramp. I was landing without fail it was exhilarating. And when you look at something that's intimidating and you don't have all the answers, and in our case here, business, you keep moving forward. I know I say that a lot, but you keep moving forward even as a beginner until you experience some success. Just like I didn't have to have it all figured out before I launched off the skateboard ramp, You don't have to have it all figured out before you launch your side business. And I know that's a temptation for a lot of us. We feel like we have to have things figured out or perfected before we actually do something. But don't let that paralyze you. You can get started without having all the answers. It's okay to be a beginner. And as you grow and you go through this process of building you're going to have some successful landings. You're going to find it exhilarating knowing that you're doing something that either you are interested in or you're passionate about. You're going to find some exhilaration, some fulfillment within that. So I wanted to take this time to remind you that it's okay simply to be a beginner. Everyone is a beginner at first. Everyone you look up to that has a business that you admire, someone who's making a significant impact in the world, had to start somewhere and had to start with zero knowledge. They had to start with zero knowledge about something. They may have been passionate about something, but they didn't know everything. It's easier for us to look at them and give them permission to have to learn, and go through the beginning stages because of where they are now and what we see. But it's easier for us to give them permission to be beginners than it is to give ourselves. You know, if you were to Google the term imposter syndrome, you would get a million results because it's a real fear. It's a named fear. To simplify it, it simply means that you fear that people are going to think that you are an imposter. You are fake. It prompts questions like, what if people find out I'm not as good as I say I am? Or I don't know as much as I say I know. Or what if I'm found out to be a fake? And those fear-based questions just keep going on and on. But here's the thing. Everyone has them at some point. And there are people today that are experts in their fields that still have the same questions. Because we're all human. There are people that we would look at and go, oh my word, you made it. And yet they struggle with those same questions, but you learn to deal with them. You learn to combat them with truth. I felt that way in many ways in my life. Whether I was out knocking on doors as a a young 20-year-old building my painting business, or when I was a young man standing in front of a large crowd speaking, Everyone starts as a beginner, and they move from beginner through the necessary stages to mastery. They get to the point to where they need to be, or they get to the point to where they focus on only what they need to focus on, and then they have others help with other areas. So, with that being said, I want to give you a few simple tips to help you get started as you are in the beginning phase of your business. First, avoid comparing yourself with others. If you're familiar with the Bible, you know that in the New Testament and 1 Corinthians, Paul tells them that comparing yourselves with others is not wise it's just not a wise thing to do. And it can be a trap. We see someone else, they're further along the journey than we are. They're experiencing the fruits of their labor. They have more friends, more property, more influence, more toys, whatever it may be. They're just further down the path. They have more of fill in the blank. But here's the thing. It didn't happen overnight it took them time. And in most cases, it took years to get to where they are in their life and business. It's only a few anomalies that, in which it happens overnight or, or in 30 days, right? Where you become this quote-unquote overnight success. We're, we're not going to get duped by that idea here. We don't need to compare ourselves where we are at the beginning of our journey with somebody else who is experiencing their version of success towards the end of their journey or in the middle of their journey. We don't need to compare our beginning with their middle because we're at different stages of the process. When I was younger and there were times when I would try to start a new business I would get discouraged. I didn't see the results that I wanted. I didn't see the results fast enough. And being the kind of person that I am who has a lot of ideas, and (laughs) if I'm not careful, uh, it can almost be a hindrance, but I have so many ideas, I'll move on to the next idea if things aren't happening fast enough. But that's not how you build a business. You have to be willing to put in the time and go through those initial stages. Just like those virtual mentors we may have or leaders we admire or real-life mentors, it's going to take time to build the business. And especially for us, working a day job, building a side business, that's another component that is often overlooked. The people that we're tempted to compare ourselves with, most of them are at a point to where that's all they get to focus on is doing what they love. We're not there yet. We will be, but we're not there yet, right? Right now, we have to make sure that uh, we're working the day job, paying the bills, getting dinner ready, getting the kids to school, and, and the list goes on and on, right? So we can't compare ourselves with where they are, even though it's a temptation. We see the Facebook feed, and we see the Instagram stories, and we see the TikTok, and we see we see all of the edited versions of life. But real life isn't Facebook, and right now we need to focus on what is true and give ourselves the space we need to get started. And let's face it, comparing ourselves with others makes us feel awful. I don't want to feel awful, do you? It makes us feel terrible sometimes if we're not careful. Makes us feel defeated. Sometimes it even makes us want to give up and say, I'm never going to be what they are. I'm never going to make it to where they are listen, that's a trap. That is just a trap to get you to stop. And we're not going to get caught there. If you're consistent, you're wise, you play the long game, you're going to achieve the version of success that you want with your side business. All right, number two, give yourself time. Now, I know I mentioned some of this in the previous point, but I really need to drive this home. Give yourself some time. Building your significant side business will take time. We have to sit down sometimes and we have to ask ourselves, are we willing to put in a year or two to see where this goes? are we willing to put in the time necessary to explore this business venture and when i say allow yourself time i'm not just talking about time over overall for the business to grow i'm even talking about allowing yourself the necessary time to learn the different parts of business because i don't know about you but i didn't learn everything that I needed to know in school or college, or we're lifelong learners here. And so let's say, for example, that you're a master at playing the guitar. You're clearly an expert in everyone else's mind around you. I mean, you could pick up a guitar and you could play virtually anything. And now you've decided that you want to teach others how to do that. Maybe you want to start an online business teaching others how to play the guitar. But there's a problem. You don't know anything about tech. You don't know how to develop a website. You don't know where to go for a website. You don't know how to create a course. You don't know how to start an email list. And the list goes on and on. There's different parts to the business. You may have this mastery in one particular area or be an expert, but there's other areas that are going to require time for you to learn. That's what being a beginner is all about. We get to learn along the way. And I've heard from so many people over the years, especially when it comes to the tech part, they get frustrated about the time that it takes to Figure it out, or they get frustrated and paralyzed by the tools that they should use or the resources they should use. And oftentimes they just want it done now. And I understand, I understand that, but we have to allow ourselves time to learn. We have to allow ourselves time in these different areas that we don't know about. And when we're starting, with a limited amount of time each week we have to realize that it's going to take some grace and some perseverance and some patience and some time to build and achieve success but it is possible and i believe that you can do it which leads me to remind you that bc stack is approaching. If you've heard in the previous episodes, I've been talking about that. It's a gateway to resources from 65 entrepreneurs and creators that will help you build your side business. I've been saying over the last few episodes, it's about 30 or 40 contributors, but it's actually higher than that this year. It's 65 contributors and it's just incredible. Each year Dan and Rachel Morris from Blogging Concentrated bring several contributors and entrepreneurs together to provide a tremendous amount of value for entrepreneurs and beginners just like you so that you can get started easier and faster. You'll have access to courses and ebooks and other resources. And I'll have a course in there as well. Titled The 10 Hour Business. It'll help you find those extra hours you need during the week for your side business and how to use them specifically so that you can start gaining traction fast. And here's the thing the whole deal cost $49. $49. I thought it was $47. I believe last year it was $47. This year it's $49. But that's still an incredible deal. You can't beat that anywhere, and it's only available for one week, from June 13th to June 19th. So mark that on your calendar. It's going to be available for one week, and once it's live, you'll be able to pick up that bundle at SideBusinessSchool.com. Remember, a 65 industry leaders. It's one week only, but it's only $49. And you'll get more information for that in the show notes at sidebusinessschool.com. Remember what Jim Rohn said it only takes one idea to change your life. All right, number three, allow for mistakes. (laughs) Remember, we're human here and we're going to make mistakes, especially in the beginning. Back to my skateboard analogy. When I was starting, I made mistakes. Sometimes some of those mistakes hurt, as you can imagine. You know, scraped elbows and knees and hitting the pavement was all part of the beginning. But if I would have just given up because of my mistakes, I never would have been able to skateboard across town like I did. I never would have been able to launch off of that skateboard ramp. I never would have been able to learn the tricks that I learned. Think back to your childhood for a moment. You know, it seems like we were more lenient with ourselves back then than we are today. Think about that. I mean, as a child, how, how lenient were you with yourself when it came to making mistakes versus how you are with yourself today? Sometimes we need to remember that this is okay. Making a mistake is okay. And we can, too, take some time to be lenient with ourselves today. And if we're willing to make mistakes for the sake of learning something new, it's worth it. We're allowing ourselves space to make these mistakes so that we can create something new so that we can make an impact, so we can grow that business, so we can provide better for our families. Today, as adults, we need to give ourselves some of that allowance we gave ourselves when when we were children, and I think many of us don't. We have to understand that when we're beginning something like this, like a side business, there's going to be a learning curve, whether it's the tech or learning the other areas like marketing or budgeting, we have to allow for mistakes to be made. But here's the key. It's like my old college professor, Dr. Childs, used to say, the best thing you can do is learn from this. That's the best thing that can come out of this. You make a mistake, you learn from it. And I know that seems a bit cliche, we've all heard it, But when we are growing or starting something new, we want to learn from our mistakes. So, for example, let's say that you begin to market your business on one of the popular social media websites and you set a budget and you don't get the results you hoped for. The question to ask is, what can I learn from this? You don't sit and beat yourself up over it. You don't look at it as a failure you look at it as objectively as you can, and you say, what can I learn from this? In one of the past episodes, I talked about failure and feedback. And instead of looking at mistakes as failures or something that's defeating, the goal is to look at it as a source of learning, a source of feedback. And I'll make sure that I put this resource in the show notes, but In that previous episode, I talked about what I call the feedback framework, and I'll make sure that you'll be able to download that in the show notes, but it gives you a framework so that you can remove some of the stress, the tension, the negative feelings away from the situation, look at it more objectively, and so you can learn from it. So, what are you doing with your mistakes? If you make a mistake at the beginning, how are you going to handle it? Are you going to allow yourself to learn from it? So let me repeat these. Just a few tips here. And number one, avoid comparing yourself with others. Number two, give yourself time. You have to learn. Number three, allow for the mistakes. Well, I hope that today's episode was helpful. And I hope that you found it hopeful. We all start somewhere. And I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And if you would leave a rating and a review, I would certainly appreciate it. And I look forward to your success. And until next week, take care.